I'm Ben Clute. And I'm Stephen Brown. We're two entrepreneurial professionals based in Spokane, Washington. Join us on our journey to make 2019 the most prosperous of our lives. We'll bear all as we strive to improve all aspects of our business and our health and fitness, as well as our relationships personally and professionally. We aim to offer impactful insight into our business and personal lives. We'll share the good, the bad, and the ugly throughout our journey. With the ultimate goal of our business and fitness being in the best shape of our lives at the close of 2019. You're listening to the Ordinary to Extraordinary Podcast. you were going to say and we are too (laughs) well i am oh geez Um, i hope you enjoyed our flex friday (laughs) freaking picture on insta stories yeah so we are uh we're going to do our second little accountability session here and this will be released in between our interview with janessa walsh and our full-length podcast which will come in march so um, just a little teaser yeah. Keep so, you guys wanting more. <laughs> ben and I were at the gym this morning and I made him do a Flex Friday selfie in the mirror and he protested so hard, but he did it. He's a good sport. Um, and now he's looking at his phone and not paying attention. So yeah, what have Ben and I been doing for the last week or two? So I was actually in San Francisco last weekend and I had a great time, lovely place to visit. I would not and could not ever want to live there. The cost of living down there, when I see what a... 30 million dollar home looks like in palo alto or silicon valley or cupertino it's basically a half a million dollar home here in spokane on three or four acres it's insane just blew my mind what do they say poverty is one hundred and twenty thousand a year in income there i believe yeah you know it's, it's it was really interesting i'm i'm the guy that rarely asks the price of something just says hey let's do it but down there was a little bit eye-opening for me yeah, I wouldn't recommend that you go and you live there. I would recommend that you go and visit it. Absolute, stunningly breathtaking scenery, especially if you go up on the hills there from uh, Sausalito and look down on the bay. It's just gorgeous. What did you do last weekend, Ben? Shoveled snow. A lot of snow. Snow blows snow. Uh, shoveled snow. <laughs> Went to see Gonzaga, right? Yeah. Went to see uh, Gonzaga pummel St. Mary's. Man, that was last weekend. That was a crazy game. I thought the game was going to be a lot closer than it actually was, but Gonzaga is proving (laughs) to be uh, one hell of a team, even without uh, one of their star players. Yeah, I think it's good that they had the the early season hiccups that they had. They played some real opposition this year, which isn't like them. So, yeah, they played Tennessee and North Carolina early in the year. And, uh, yeah, they're a good team. And they even got some young guys on there, too, that are – looking looking pretty good so we'll see how they do next year too yeah my um, alma mater it's funny uh before we did this this morning ben sent me some notes on what he wanted to talk about and i kind of scolded him i told him off i said no this is accountability this is personal so you have your notes i have my notes and we just talk and he's making some really rude gestures to me right now <laughs> <laughs> and he deserves all those rude gestures <laughs> we're going to talk about accountability i'm holding steven accountable to be nice to people he's working on it but i got to hold him accountable to be nice to people yeah so since we're <laughs> yeah he just i'm not even going to argue with that uh, yeah. I, I i think sometimes my demeanor my my frankness and we'll call it candor 
can be mistaken for rude or otherwise. I just say what I think. Um, if somebody's whether doing, it's right or not, if somebody's doing something that I deem to be stupid, I ask them why and I tell them that I think it's stupid. So, <laughs> not in a rude way, just in a hey, can we talk about just this? why are you stupid? <laughs> that's not true. Well, why are um, you being so stupid? I feel but like on that, stupid. that's actually a good segue on one of the things that since since we're talking accountability, I, I actually uh, one of the other podcasts I listened to, they were talking about almost generational things and people checking their behavior. So I want to tell a story from the gym this week. I was in the gym and there was actually a couple of... Gotta love gym stories. I do want to preface this and say there are some people in the gym that probably deserve to be made fun of. Not for how they look, but more so for what they're doing. But I saw a couple of young guys actually making fun of somebody who's at the gym, working hard, trying to lose weight. And I actually, you know, I kind of told them off for it. I won't say what, what I said to them, but I could see they kind of took it on board and moved on but it's one of those things that I think people need to check their behavior in certain s- scenarios and, and I guess it's generational in that when I was growing up it wasn't thought of as a bad thing if one of my parents friends smacked me around the head and told me yeah. off for doing something stupid yeah. you know aunts and uncles could spank me if I if I stepped out of line and I just think that's gone away and it, it respect was also, for your elders I, I, I don't condone going out and beating the crap out of people but I also got beat up a few times for being out of line by people that were a couple of years older than me and I think it shaped where I'm at now and, and the respect I have for people in certain places and, and how they do things and I, I think that going to sound like my dad but I think we've got a generation sort of about to hit adulthood and beyond that don't have that they've never been checked they kind of people make excuses for their wrongdoing instead of uh instead of actually calling them out you know yeah you're kind of going back to our millennial discussion from yeah. earlier there well this too. is beyond millennials this isn't millennials this is this generation that hasn't got a name yet this is generation z so were these young young kids they were they were probably 20 so they're not millennials oh, so they're not. um so yeah i don't know what they would be referred to now but yeah i think it's important to sort of think about your behavior and I, I guess the way I'm looking at this now is I'm always going to look at it from the perspective that would I get hit for this 20 years ago? Would somebody have punched me, you know? Yeah. Because when I was in school, it wasn't un, unusual for kids to be in fights. Now they get kicked out of school for that stuff. Especially but, in Scotland. I mean, but I think a certain amount of uh, self-checking and, you know, peer groups sort of stepping up and stop bullying and things like that. And now you don't get that. Now everybody's kind of a wallflower and steers clear of that stuff. Ben, you're not very chatty today. What's wrong? I'm just trying to not interrupt you <laughs> that was one of the things we talked about let's that talk talked about, about that seeing if i don't interrupt you you just keep talking see yeah. so here's what happens so let's talk about that so you brought this up the other day i want to i want to hear your thoughts well, my on wife this. brought it up the other day to me how i interrupt you a, a, a few times during uh podcast so i was like okay i guess i need to pay a little more attention to when i'm talking and interrupting but yeah and I was also telling Stephen, it's like, I need to do a better job of keeping notes then during our podcast because I'll have a really good point and then I feel like I need to say it right then and there when it's like I could just probably write it down and wait 30 seconds. But then sometimes he rambles on for five minutes and it's like, <laughs> good Lord, dude, shut up. So today he has a notepad in front of him. He's got his phone, his notepad, his pen. I'm going to take a picture to show you guys what my view is right now. I see half of Ben's head because he's got the microphone and the pop filter in front of him. But it's... um. I'm glad that, not not glad per se, but I'm glad that you're open to feedback like that because it's something after I listen to the first one and I have an advantage over Ben in that I do the editing. So I send Ben stuff and say, hey, listen and tell me what you think needs editing. Stephen does all the hard work. Out. 
so I get to hear, before you guys get to hear the podcast, I hear it probably two or three times, unfortunately. I'd said to him, yeah, I noticed, and you'll probably notice after the first two, like I interrupted a lot in our first podcast. It was natural, but now it's like, we don't want to lose how natural we think we sound in the conversational aspect, mm-hmm. but we definitely want to be able to. And there's certainly times where Stephen needs to be interrupted, so I'll still interrupt him. <laughs> Shut the heck up, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen, um, you're done talking. Yeah, you're cut off. Time out. <coughs> so there's something else I uh, so I kind of wrote down a bunch of things. Yeah, we both have our little lists. Of we've things got little here. lists in our phone. I uh, <laughs> I'm going to Disney in April, and my sister-in-law was texting with me the other day because we're going. I've got three nieces, so three little girls, me, my brother, his wife, and my mum and dad are going to be in Disney. So they sent me this link. Download this app. You can see all the things we've booked. You can do this. You can do that. I want to just compliment Disney on being absolute geniuses because they've removed all the pain of handing cash over you can spend so much money before you even set foot in their park you have to make bookings for dinner bookings for line jump passes and you want to spend time with the princesses whatever you want to do disney are charging you for it and they're getting all your money before you even step in their park there's something to be said for because you're doing it in an app and having a credit card in there you don't feel the pain of it because you're not handing the cash over so I think those guys have uh, obviously refined making money. You ever been to Disney, Ben? I've been to Disney a few times now, too. As a kid, we went, I think, three times. I remember going to California Adventure as a kid. That was the new park. Mm -hmm. The only place in the happiest place on earth you're going to see someone curse. There's a roller coaster there where you think you're going to slowly go up, and it stops, and you expect the click, you know, that, that... catches the car and starts to pull you up and all of a sudden it's like zero to 60 people are like holy shit so i don't do Great the roller place. coasters when i go to silverwood what? i'm all about the, the water park so. seriously yeah i'm i don't want to say i'm a control freak but in that regard i'm a control freak if i'm going that fast i want to be driving um oh i'm gonna take you for a ride sometime <laughs> we're gonna get in the car <laughs> no that won't happen um like steven just get in the pickup we're just gonna go grab yeah. a bite real quick like i said i love going fast but the thought of going that fast with no control over it that that does not sit well with me my friends make fun of me they think i'm scared of roller coasters i've been on them i just don't like that feeling of not being in control but yeah there's my disney story and in contrast to disney we're looking out the the window here where we're recording in Ben's office, and it's the just coldest place on earth. Bucketing down snow, it's awful. Make it stop. What do you think, Ben? You ready to shovel some more? Uh, I'm hoping I don't have to shovel some more, and that it just warms up to like 60 degrees and sunny, and it all melts off. But I don't think that's going to actually happen. So I'm going to have to be accountable to myself and get out there and shovel the driveway again. <laughs> well, you're you're going to Coeur d'Alene tonight, so you won't even be there. It's a late Valentine's Day. Yeah, so last night we got the heart-shaped pizza from uh, Papa Murphy's. <laughs> Romantic. Watched a movie, had a gin and tonic, and just relaxed, man. It's like some of the best Valentine's days are the ones where you don't go out. Was Weston with you guys, or was he... He was asleep. He goes down okay. at 7, so cool. he's asleep, and we're just relaxing, watching a movie. So I actually was telling someone, and I can't remember who it was, I was telling someone about your Thursday night date night and having that sort of penciled in. Yeah, our standing date night. You know, it's like, hey, we do this regardless. And I think it's really healthy for for couples to have that. So kudos Well, there's a, and I guess we call it a date night, but really I just call it, we just like, it's just adult, adult time. It's a chance to get away in the middle of the week and to just have a break. Mm-hmm. and uh, go be with some friends, go grab drinks somewhere. 
catch up on errands if you needed to go to Costco like yeah. whatever it is that you haven't gotten done in the week that you that you want to get done you know and so every every Thursday at seven o'clock the sitter knows to come over last Thursday was an exception since we're going to be gone and sometimes we'll switch have her over uh, on the weekends instead but yeah no totally worth it highly recommend it so on our last accountability chat that just released a few days ago you had mentioned that you were starting to feel a little lackluster you were you know we talked about the gym we talked about work i know you've signed a couple of clients since then and that obviously puts a little pep in your step yeah that helps um <laughs> so let's talk about that well and i was where you at that's some of the points that i had written down too is just the grind of of business being cyclical you know sometimes that wears on you too and i might have mentioned in one of our other accountability sessions like my business especially and all the advisors and some of the salespeople out there are going to relate to this is you just don't know when the business is going to hit like you can be looking at your pipeline thinking that people are going to fall off of it and then nothing's falling off of it and a month or two has gone by and you're kind of going crap like i need to get on the leaderboard here or else i'm not going to be looking very good when they put it up in front of the group so there is that accountability so i guess it's really accountability that drives some of those feelings at times uh and back to the point of it being a grind and cyclical is so sometimes I need to remind myself that it takes time for some of this stuff to happen and that I need to have the mental grit to get through it too. So there's that grit word again. So uh, I was working on that the last week, kind of having that mental grit and reminding myself that, you know, it'll happen when it happens. Just keep doing the right actions and doing the right things to get the results. And then I uh, had a referral come that was uh, basically within two weeks it's hey I want to introduce you to this referral we come in we're going to sit down and we're signing and it's good account makes you feel good to get a win yeah and that's I mean that's the biggest compliment you can get in the line of work that you and I both in someone sends you a referral and that person chooses to work with you there's it's twofold right so you're you're obviously trusted by the people that send you the referral but then you're able to show that you have skill and and Mm -hmm. what's the word I'm looking for a um, it validates an you. ability to yeah. to turn that you know an acumen to mm-hmm. to turn mm-hmm. it into something that's that's fruitful for you. So yeah. I think it's easy to hand a referral off, or it's easy to receive a, f- a referral. Um, but there's also a lot of people that don't close on handed off referrals because they don't have that acumen or that skill to to turn it around. So well yeah. done. No, and I was that that is always nice to get a win and feel kind of feel good. So on the gym it. side, we haven't talked about this in depth but you wanted to change up your routine a little bit let's we, talk you and about I haven't that. talked much about it at all so I, I was just telling Steven it's like I've been thinking a little bit about um, our current workout schedule and what that looks like at kind of five days a week uh, plus I'm doing something on the weekends whether it be going to the gym or some type of cardio in addition to it I mean having working having a one-year-old having to pick him up at certain hours having a wife that works trying to maintain a life uh, going out and marketing in the evenings myself or my business things like it can obviously be a lot uh, to try and juggle at times and so I was like here's what I'm thinking for a workout routine because you want something that's manageable and that isn't over the top that you're not going to stick with right it's something that's just so over the top that you're just like screw this I'm done and so we're about three months into me doing uh, six days a week pretty much every week there's probably one or two weeks once when I was in Hawaii once when I was sick where I didn't I didn't do uh, six days a week. I did three probably uh, when I was in Hawaii every other day. And then uh, when I was sick, I did a couple of days during the week because I was sick for five days. But so what I was thinking is, huh, I think what I'd like to do is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'd like to hit the gym 
and I'd like it to be weight day. So I'm lifting weights, working the muscle groups, still getting more of that, uh, I'm not sure what you would call that, I guess uh, strength training. Resistance training. Yeah, resistance training, okay. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, be cardio at home. So I've got a little setup uh, at home in the basement. Jump on that for half an hour, 45 minutes and run. I know a lot of people aren't fans of running or the elliptical, but for me it works. Uh, so I would say find what works for you, right, that you can do. And uh, it doesn't kill my knees and my back. And then uh, on the weekend, I just want to do something physical. So if it's the summertime or the spring or fall, I might be out mountain biking. Summertime, if we're out at the lake, it might be swimming. It might be getting up skiing behind the boat. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you ski behind the boat. Man, I'm figuring out muscles. I did No, oh, it'll probably be a couple beers if I'm at the lake. <laughs> <laughs> They're lighter beers, Corona. I mean, that's kind of, you know, it doesn't really count. Oh, skunky. Skunky. Put a lime in it. Yeah. But, or a gin and tonic. I don't believe in beer that you have to put fruit in <laughs> again there's that opinion coming out hey I, i'm entitled to an opinion i'm entitled to express my what, opinion what, and what everybody else is entitled to say that what that do they opinion say about opinions crap. no i want to say that i think it's really really it's part of the evolution of getting yeah. into a fitness regimen to where you go okay i started here i'm now here and this is what i think is going to work for me mm -hmm. and i think it's mm -hmm. it shows growth so I'm kind of proud of you and pretty stoked well, that you're at you. that level that you're able to go here's what's going to work for me this is the cadence that I need to be at this is how often I want to lift and it gives me a chance to say okay let's formulate if you want to lift three yeah. days let's get you a three what day split what three days going to look like yeah. so I can create a three day split for you to where you're hitting the, the five or six muscle groups that we're hitting just yeah. now so obviously what that means is that if you're going monday wednesday friday did you say yeah so like monday might be chest and triceps and you know wednesday might be back and biceps and then we'll do shoulders and legs on friday mm -hmm. or something like that yeah. you know so it gives you that familiarity with what, and to give some feedback on what we've been doing so basically told ben we're going to do what what's referred to as the bro split so we've been doing one muscle group almost to fatigue or pretty much to fatigue each day so mondays are chest tuesdays are back wednesdays are biceps and triceps so arms thursdays were legs, legs. fridays were shoulders mm -hmm. and all it was about was doing five or six exercises in each of those muscle groups and building familiarity and uh, muscle memory with the exercises so now that we're there ben doesn't look like an amateur in the gym anymore ben actually looks like somebody that knows what he's doing he knows what weights to use he knows what the range I of can, motion I can should hold be. my own in the gym now but yeah, I know that was something that you were really cognizant of at the start, that you wanted to, you you, you felt intimidated. And we, we addressed that. No, I, yeah, absolutely. It was I, I said I didn't like it. And I'm still not a, a big fan of the gym all the time, but I'm getting on every, you know, every day I get a little more comfortable with it. Uh, I'm not someone who likes to linger at the gym as much either. I like to kind of want to get in, I want to get it done, and I want to do it quickly. And uh, I also like the endurance I'm figuring out of, of weightlifting a little bit like I like to do it and I like to not take rests as much uh, so sometimes when I'm working out with Steven that's harder because we alternate <laughs> yeah and I, I talk to people I'm, I'm, I'm he's a talker I try not to be social at the gym but there's some people that I've become pretty close with that I, I and that's like. gonna happen like you're doing um, anything together right For yeah a while it's kind of it's funny because there's like I'm Jekyll and Hyde at the gym I either have my headphones in and ignore everybody or I have my headphones in and then I see people that I really can't ignore and I take the time to chat and catch up a little bit this is funny so one of the things that i had written down was actually setting realistic expectations with your accountability buddy and mm -hmm. i wasn't really thinking about um 
my workout schedule when I wrote that down. But I was like, oh, that really fits in well with that point of setting realistic expectations. It does. Uh, to be held to. It's like you want to have goals, right, that push you a little bit out of your comfort zone. Uh, and just for everybody else's benefit, like I didn't work out <laughs> at all in a gym prior. So jumping into six days a week was actually a lot for me. Uh, I think it's actually a lot for most people. Mm-hmm. So kind of setting these real, realistic expectations for myself and for Steven of me yeah. at this point, I think is uh, good. And then uh, sharing them with you guys, right? I mean, we said originally this podcast, part of the launching of it was to keep us accountable to both our business and health goals for 2019. And so, like we said, some people might not ever listen to this, but... Hey, we're selfish. Our statistics say otherwise, Ben. We have people listening. It's actually wow. Like seriously, yeah, if you've listened, I'm if surprised. you are listening, thank you guys very much. Yeah, hundreds of listens so far. It's kind of a little surprising. Yeah, we we were expecting like very low numbers, and it hasn't been the case. But I think it's it's kind of um, how Spokane is, and mm-hmm. we've got some listeners outside of Spokane. But we have a really cool community of people here that are supportive of this and. I've actually talked to us at different times, whether we're together or apart, and it seems to be well well received so far. Yeah. I actually forgot to mention something about San Francisco, and it's kind of two-pronged. Uh, customer service. I was delayed on Southwest Airlines, so I'm going to do a shout-out to Southwest Airlines. I've not paid us, but if they want to pay us for this commercial, I would absolutely take Southwest money. <laughs> or I we could, could take some ticket vouchers. I cannot speak highly enough of how proactive Southwest is with customer service. So I was flying through Las Vegas into San Francisco. I got delayed for four, almost four and a half hours. So I got the heck out of the airport, Mm -hmm. went to the strip, won a couple hundred dollars, paid for dinners, or paid for dinner and some drinks for me, got back to the airport, got on my flight, got to San Francisco. I ended up landing in San Francisco around 12, 15 a.m. the next day. but I was supposed to land sometime around three, sorry, around six. So I was delayed almost six hours when all was said and done. I go to the carousel to get my bag. My bag isn't there. So I did not get my luggage in San Francisco. I arrived Friday night into Saturday morning, didn't get my luggage. They take my address, tell me it will be delivered the next day. I get emails with a link and I click on the link. When I woke up on Saturday morning, I had a $150 Love voucher LUV from Southwest for the delay. Uh, nothing about the bags just hey for the delay we want you to have this to spend on a future flight I then check the link my bag's supposed to be delivered by 8pm that night I was like this is great we'll go and I bought some workout clothes uh, a whole Nike outfit by the way shoes as well any Um, excuse to buy Nike (laughs) well they said they would reimburse me for it so I've submitted the receipts and should get that back as well so it's kind of nice so I just got a free Nike outfit I went about my day Borrowed a t-shirt from Stephen, put dirty pants back on, went out, um, did her thing. We were going out to drink that night, so I was excited getting my own bag, being able to wear my own clothes. My clothes didn't come until uh-huh. Sunday morning. And I reached out to Southwest about it, and they ended up sending me another $150. So seriously, I cannot speak highly enough of Southwest and how proactive they are in their, their customer service. And it's something that I strive for. You know, I want to be reactive mm-hmm. when people have issues. And I think that's a really good model. If you uh, look at that, then 
it's worth worth I think learning some of their practices. That's a really nice transition too into what we had talked about a little earlier this morning when we were doing our workout with the reviews, right? Yeah. And corporate accountability now. It's like yeah. the tech platforms that are out there now and the review platforms, like the way to keep companies accountable uh, can at times be unfair, but a lot of the time, man, these companies are stepping it up because you get on Facebook, you get on Twitter, Yelp, Google reviews, whatever, and one nasty post, man, and those guys are on it. I mean, I swear they're paying people to monitor those things. In fact, I know they're paying people to monitor. We have a platform where you can see them all in one place. All the reviews in one place, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, people are monitoring those. So you get on social media, especially Twitter. Like, I know they are on it. They're monitoring those, and they're being held accountable. Yeah. So I'm a Yelper. I do a lot of Yelp reviews, but I only do positive reviews. I don't believe in in sullying a business like that online. And it got me to thinking, so Ben and I, I think we mentioned we know each other through Spokane Young Professionals. He's former president. I'm current president. We have a partnership with the Better Business Bureau here in the Northwest. They look after Alaska and down through Idaho and everything. And while a lot of people think they are outdated and irrelevant, One of the things that they offer, again, we're not getting paid for this, I just wanted to mention it. One of the things they offer is an arbitration process. So on the Better Business Bureau website, when you see reviews, they offer the business and the person that submitted that review a chance to arbitrate it and get settlement. And if it's settled, it disappears. Now the rating stays there, but the bad review disappears. And one of the issues I have is I keep seeing people post these horrible Facebook and Yelp reviews based on one bad experience and where it really hit home for me was uh when i was talking to the people at southwest they were so complimentary and thankful that i wasn't mad at them that i wasn't yelling and i I said to the guy i was like wait do you get yelled at a lot and he said all day every day and i was like well why would first off why would you do a job like that i didn't ask him that but that was my thought and second of all I, i said to him why would i yell at you it's not like you didn't you weren't the pilot. You didn't load my bag or unload my bag. If I yell at you, yeah. you catch more flies with honey, right? I'm going to be nice to you because I want you to get my bag to me as soon as possible. And it just made me realize that in the heat of the moment, again, maybe yeah. if, this might be a generational thing, but we're able to leave these scathing reviews on Yelp that stay there forever because Yelp doesn't remove anything. I dare yeah. someone to try and get a review off of Yelp. Unless the user deletes it, it's there forever. I guess this is kind of a word of, caution and hey look after your local businesses and don't leave scathing yelp reviews try and get some kind of uh time to remedy it or something try and get a fix with them you know reach out to the owner reach out to the manager and speak to them and i mean yelp should be your last your last resort for a negative review i think one of my things too and changing topics a little bit that this week that i had written down was calls because i noticed some of my calls that i was supposed to make on monday mm-hmm. we're getting bumped to tuesday and tuesday was getting bumped to wednesday so i just wasn't uh totally terribly motivated sometimes it's the weather for me you know it just makes me want to take a nap yeah <laughs> <laughs> this Go gray seek, seek. 20 degrees <laughs> snow you're just like okay well i'm ready for a pillow same concept as I mentioned before with the gym. It's like, just show up. It's like, Ben, just look at the phone. <laughs> start with looking at the phone. Mm-hmm. And then start with picking up the phone. And then call someone. And just call anybody. You know, and then hang it up and pick pick it up again and call someone really quick. And yeah. so it's like I had to just be like, no, I'm stopping everything else. And I'm picking up the phone right now. And I'm making calls. And uh, Good. 
And but man, the first part of the week, it's like I was on the struggle bus with making calls. <laughs> you and, see that all the time on the struggle bus. To, it's funny. <laughs> yes, struggle bus. <laughs> but it's true, man. It's sometimes you just get in a rut with these types of things too. I don't know. Well, it's hard. Yeah, on our last chat, we talked, and I'd mentioned that I'd made some promises and had to work through the weekend to make sure I, I had those that. promises. It's gotten better. I had a kind of coming to Jesus moment with myself. I'm pretty strict about my regimen, what I do in the mornings. I have not checked email in the morning for probably over a year. I like to do proactive work in the morning and reactive work in the afternoon. Mm, so good. I check email at lunchtime and end of the day. And I've had to schedule in like an hour each morning to actually get on email and respond to some things, unfortunately. Um, but I, I'm really strict with the hour that I do. And if I get finished early, I move on. I don't dive into other emails. But what I've done is um, I've got some apps and I've, I've kind of uh, reorganized my inbox now to things that, you know, is it going to take five minutes or less? I'm going to get it done. And this is going huh. to take a long time. So I schedule that and follow up time. So I've really gotten granular into my scheduling now. And I just feel like I'm more on top of things. And the whole working weekends thing is kind of going to be a thing of the past, I hope. So. Yeah, it, that work-life balance is important too. Hey. It, uh, so we're with that work-life balance, and we're transitioning now again. It's like, right, tell us a, a little bit about uh, your uh, relationship status. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to get there. Uh, you so, know, once we get to the end of every podcast, accountability podcast. So uh, tell I me mentioned about the in the last one, mentioned in the last accountability thing that I had hung out or been talking. So yeah, I wouldn't say um, well, I am exclusive because I'm not like running around or looking for anybody else but i'm hanging out with a girl won't name her yet but yeah things seem to be going okay yesterday was valentine's day and i didn't have to spend a fortune or go to dinner or anything she actually went to the vagina monologues with some friends so that was kind of funny um (laughs) galentine's day so yeah it's the day after maybe she hates men today after going and watching that but uh no it seems to be going well good connection Ben's going to get to meet her here in a minute. Well, not today, but in a week. Next week. Our, there you go. I guess our parents are known each other for a long time. Old old time friends or something. My parents, not not Stevens. Yeah, I had Ben run a background check and do some some digging around. And yeah, we did a federal background <laughs> check. <laughs> I kid. I did. Had her do followed. That. That's not creepy. Um, yeah, I just uh, I'm I'm picky as we talked about before, and this one seems to have it together and moving in the right direction and. We'll see what comes of it. So there you go, Ben. I just opened up way more than I'm comfortable doing. I love it. <laughs> I love making Stephen uncomfortable. It takes a lot. What's it's your really name, Stephen? Take a lot. We'll get there. I'm not <laughs> going to make a name. No, I, no, please don't. <laughs> we'll edit that out. If anything, she uh, she actually did ask. She listened to the last accountability session and she oh like, my. she said she wanted called out and I was like oh I think she was joking. I hope she was joking. I think yeah. well, you'll find out after this. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but well, that's all I kind of have for today, unless uh, there's something else you want to talk about. Yeah, I don't know that I have anything else. Keep it short and sweet. Yeah, we're uh, right around 30 minutes. So so maybe not show, so short, but the first portion. It's short. One. I mean, we'll, we'll be respectful of people's time. And yeah, so make sure you follow us on social media, O2E Journey on Facebook and Instagram. We have a website coming. Ben's going to make a funny face here because he doesn't know I've been working on this. But we'll have a website here. More informational. We're not selling anything or anything like that. You um, mentioned it before. But yeah, so I've been working on it. And I'll have a concept to Ben next week. And we might launch. I'm not going to give you a launch date. I don't want to commit to that. 
that would be silly then we'd have to hold you accountable exactly <laughs> i don't want to be but it's coming you know it's this has been interesting learning a bunch of new skills and i've built websites before but yeah between editing and websites and everything else i'm spending way too much time in front of my computer seriously but so well thanks Stephen, for working on that and yeah. the editing of this podcast itself <laughs> yeah so until the next time be good to yourselves and to each other rise up ting ting like glitter and gold i got fire in my soul rise up ting ting like glitter like glitter and gold like glitter Oh. You left your bottle at the door